This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, TK. I don't want to waste too much time because I want to get into your favorite documentary of all time. <laughs> yeah we do we we break it down we break down some stuff learn a lot if you're a scientist or a doctor (laughs) researcher anything like that this is going to speak to you this is gonna blow your mind yeah but tig we should tell our people our people about our live show our snark bowls bowls on um thursday this thursday this Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then whatever else it is. In your area. In your You're area. You're just going to have to check local listings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but go to loopedlive.com, and you can, uh, you can watch it live. We're going to get together, and yeah. we're going to do some very um, highbrow things. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to find that sex book. I don't know where it is. Let's get into the show. Okay. Um, Ladies and jerks, without further ado, welcome to Inside of the Mind of a Cat. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. How are, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, as I mentioned, slept in longer than yeah, I have I in mean, years. No, I hope and... this doesn't hurt your feelings, but you sound a little rough. Well, I also have had a cold. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a a mix of, um, yeah, exhaustion, a cold, staying out very late till two in the morning. I mean, we just don't do that. No. So was it fun? Was really fun. 
But when I rolled over and looked at my phone and saw 10.05 and we were supposed <laughs> to be recording at 10, I was like, what? I, I couldn't even imagine. I thought it was going to say 7. I, I was there's no way. Oh, so, well, listen. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I've been on the road a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot has happened since I talked to you last. Oh, like what? Well, I went to Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to an Emmy party because mm. Curb Your Enthusiasm was nominated for an Emmy. Did it win? Uh, <laughs> no. No? No. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Has it ever? No. We it we won a Golden Globe. Oh. Yeah. So that was exciting. And then mm-hmm. I went to um, wine country. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I just got back. So I've really been on the go. Well, that's my typical life. I know. And, and now I'm just, I'm home. Partying. Partying. on. <laughs> oh um, well, I, I mean, we have a, a documentary to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. A lot of twists and turns. <laughs> Tig, I have some real feelings about this one. Me too. Yeah, I'm imagining that... We have similar feelings. Hmm. Well, we, I guess we won't know until we say them out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love cats. Go on, say it. You love cats. <laughs> 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 I mean, I am very curious to know if you were on the edge of your seat during this <laughs> film. Listen, uh-huh. I learned some things. Did you? Uh, and I, and I've been you? applying them. I did. I did. <laughs> the, yeah, I did. Yeah. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. Wouldn't oh you God. say this is pretty good? Oh, my yeah. God. You kind of sound like a Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I did. In Sling Blade. Yeah, well, <laughs> hello. Oh, no. You know who you sound like? You sound hello. like a Michael Keaton in uh, Beetlejuice. Okay, yeah. Hello, I'm Michael Keaton in Beetlejuice. Can you usually talk that low, or is it your hangover? I'm not hungover. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> oh, my God. You sound like a different person. That's amazing. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm real talent. I hope there's some voiceover scouts listening to you right now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they can just hire you to do all kinds of voices. Or if not, just that one. Just that one. Uh, hello, hello, it's me from Beetlejuice. <laughs> now, I've never seen you so impressed by me. I am really impressed. Have you ever heard yourself say that, talk in that voice before? No, but here, let me record it, and then I'll listen to it. Okay, yeah. Uh, if You're not going to be able to recreate it. Sure you can. Here uh, it goes. Hello, hello. Hello, yeah, I'm, I'm from Beetlejuice. <laughs> hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking for a talent scout. And then then you put, you did Beetlejuice with a mm mm-hmm from Sling Blade. (laughs) Wait, hold on. I'm going to listen to this. Hello, yeah, I'm I'm from Beetlejuice. Hello, mm mm-hmm. I'm looking for a talent scout. God, I did not. We haven't recorded in so long. No, it's been it that we don't even know the structure of the show anymore. No, I know. I'm like, do we start talking about? We the haven't thing? even mentioned what the movie no. is. No, okay, I'm gonna mention it. I'm gonna mention it. 
So today we're talking yeah, about... Yeah, you could mention what the name of the <laughs> doc is. Uh, I'd appreciate you're it. You're talking that voice the whole time. From time to time. Uh, today we're talking about Inside the Mind of a Cat. It's a 2022 documentary directed by nature cinematographer Andy Mitchell. The film delves into the psyche of feline friends, exploring cats' origins, their relationships to humans, and offering theories on what makes cats the way they are. Inside the Mind of a Cat is available to watch on Netflix. Okay. Okay. You seem irritated. I am beyond. (laughs) But first of all, I felt like I was watching something that was meant for kindergartners. Okay. I mean, they're like, hi, cats are fluffy. Cats like to play. <laughs> kittens are young. Look at the young fluffy kittens. Kittens are young. <laughs> I was like, I was wa- circle the big kitty and circle the little kitty. That's right. I was That's watching right. this with Dr. Becky Hines. Uh huh. Does she like cats? I mean, she likes them the way I do. Like I, I like them. Do you? It seems like you despise them. <laughs> no, I like them. They're fine, you know. Mm. Uh, do I have a cat? No. Have I had a cat? Not in my adult years. No. I don't like cat hair on my clothes, and I don't like the smell of kitty litter. So, you might be saying, "Oh, hey. that's where we're different. <laughs> that is where we are very different." You, you love the smell of kitty I, litter. In the oh my gosh, I love it. It's like <laughs> the just the grit in there. In the mix of urine and has it? Poop. It's changed though in the years, hasn't it? Yeah. Is it better now? Yeah. It's better now. Is it dust? Oh, it what is, is it? so great. It is so great. Can I tell you something about kitty litter? I love it. Go ahead. Uh, and I might have already told you this, but you know, I don't know if I remember any <laughs> kitty litter stories. Kitty litter stories. Um, but... I had a hedgehog once. Braggadocious <laughs> alert. <laughs> And hedgehogs uh, use kitty litter, so that's something. But can I tell you something? I had to. I, I had to um, out in the wild. Hedgehogs? No, in in your home. But it would be interesting if you just had a, a little pile of kitty litter outside, and you <laughs> came home, and a hedgehog is like, "Excuse me, pardon me, pardon me." No, but um, my daughter Cat, when she was little, she all she wanted was a hedgehog. And did I tell you this story? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't know. A lot of hedgehog stories this morning or kitty litter. Well, because when I think of cats, I think of kitty litter. And then it reminds me of, uh, what was her name? Oh, my God. Cat, your daughter. (laughs) But I mean, your daughter is named Cat. I'm trying to think of the hedgehog's name. It was very cute. It was a cute name. Anyway, but I had to, I mean, I could probably get arrested. Well, I could have gotten arrested for this. I don't know how they can prove it now. But I had to smuggle the hedgehog onto the plane. Well, the way they could prove it is listening to this podcast. (laughs) I mean, I can say I was just creating the story. The hedgehog was very small, like a Mm -hmm. tiny – it was a baby hedgehog. And I put it in my my bag and I brought it on the plane. And then I thought halfway through the flight – like, how long can a baby hedgehog go without water? Or pooping. Well, pooping, I figure that's, you know, comes with the cost of smuggling a hedgehog. Was it in your bra? I thought about it, but no. I put it in my uh, in my bag. Pants? Pa- oh. <laughs> and then I couldn't take the hedgehog out. Tiger Lily. 
That was her name. I couldn't take the hedgehog out because I didn't, first of all, I'm sure you're not supposed to have a hedgehog on a plane. And second of all, I'm sure it's illegal to carry them across the state line. doesn't matter. Before I get on any plane, I see the signs, no hedgehogs allowed. <laughs> so I got, I got my, my water bottle and mm-hmm. I took off the tiny little plastic cap. Yeah. And there's a lady sitting next to me. I pour a little bit of... And you're on curb at this point? Yes, that's right. Okay. And that's I pour right. the tiniest bit of water in that plastic bottle cap. And then I set and it down it. into my purse. <laughs> and the lady next to me is just looking at me like, what? <laughs> Why is this lady crazy? And I didn't make eye contact with her. I just... But wait a minute. Yeah. So you know that you're like, that's fine. It's worth it. I'm going to take my chances here. Smuggle a hedgehog onto the flight. Yeah. Poop comes with the territory of hedgehog smuggling. This is like the size... Right, but urine. That's my question. What about the urine? Yeah. Like, how did you... I mean, I didn't bring it in a Chanel bag or anything. It's like a, you know, it's like a tote. But you were just like, fine, just I'll go nuts in there. <laughs> well, what am I going to do? Use tell, my bag as a toilet. Tell Tiger Lily to hold it for five hours. Well, no, that wouldn't work. But no. I just wondered. What the plan was. Yeah. What was your plan? Uh, I think there was some paper at the bottom. Okay. Do hedgehogs make noises? Well, what's interesting is hmm. they don't really make noises. But they're nocturnal. And yeah. when I had Tiger Lily, first of all, you have to put on pot holders on your hands just to play with a hedgehog. They're not great pets, so don't. You have to put pot holders on? Yeah, like like oven mitts so you don't get pricked. <laughs> they're prickly. So why do people have them? They shouldn't. They shouldn't. That's what I'm telling you. They should not. Wow. Anyway, but the good news is if you do have one, they can use kitty litter. That's the thing. But they are nocturnal. And she did have a hamster wheel. And all night it would be like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad we got that Uh, hedgehog. Once it gets off the little wheel, we can snuggle it from afar with with oven mitts on. on. (laughs) Tiger Lily. Poor Tiger Lily. She's Rest like, in peace. Well, I don't know. I mean, we finally had to give her away. We found someone on Craigslist. Let's hope. <laughs> who wanted to? Who wanted a hedgehog, a hedgehog. at a distance? And the oven mitt. We on. gave everything. Oh, you, that was part of the. Yeah, we're like you were like here free. If free you oven come mitts. get this hedgehog, we will give you everything we've got. We will give you free oven mitts. What if they just needed oven mitts <laughs> and they saw that on Craigslist? They're like, I guess I'll take a hedgehog. <laughs> What could be so hard about taking care of a hedgehog? Know? Yeah. Okay, back to the cats. Back to the cats. By the way, right, the cats. okay, uh-huh. here's my issue with this documentary. Mm-hmm. The way they presented it made yeah. it sound scientific. Uh, scientific and like they've discovered a lot of new <laughs> stuff about cats. <laughs> and then you cut to like the leading cat scientist and it's a guy sitting in his living room with a feather tied to a fishing pole (laughs) playing with the cat (laughs) and it's like i'm sorry this is what are we doctor (laughs) doctor (laughs) 
what are we watching? <laughs> I mean, were you expecting like, oh, okay, we're about to get into some serious new developments? Well, I got the vibe. Early on. Yeah. When they're showing clips from America's Got Talent. <laughs> the show- cat jumping through a hoop. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, I was watching it. Look. Yeah. I'm a very busy person. Same. Okay? And I don't have I, time listen, for an hour no, of cat. But of I have to tell you, playing with a feather on a fishing pole. I was watching this documentary when our housekeeper came over and was cleaning, <laughs> and I felt so stupid <laughs> and like lazy because somebody was cleaning my house, and I was watching a cat like bat, you know, a, a ball around. Yeah, and I was just like, I had to pause it and leave the room because I was like, I look, you look, this is so offensive. And you're like, I'm at work, excuse me. Well, exactly, but that's the thing is I was doing that for work, but I looked like, what sort of (laughs) lunatic is just sitting in the middle of the day watching watching it? And and my cats were gathered around (laughs) sitting under the TV watching the movie and so I kept glancing back, going, looking at my the housekeeper yeah. cleaning our kitchen, and I was like, "Yeah, I got to do this privately because yeah. this, it's humiliating." I look so lazy and dumb. Well, I had my sister, Doctor Becky Hines, was here visiting with more doctors, uh, and I was like, "You guys," and they, you know, they listen to the podcast. Hey, Missy. Hey, and hey, Missy. Um, hey, Missy. And I was like. You guys want to watch the next documentary that we're going to talk about? <laughs> and we all snuggled up on the couch and then, you know, cut to the guy with the feather. And then another lady who is a cat scientist and she has mm. two circles on her floor of like duct tape. And she's like, if a cat sits here and another cat sits here, one of them mm. might come to you and one of them might not. And they give you the percentage of how many times the cat goes <laughs> to that like, person. We were like, <laughs> and then we thought, is this like, a? is it a joke? I mean, no offense to the... Also, what would this research reveal oh. or help? <laughs> <laughs> like, when we get the cold hard facts, when we get the cold hard facts of um, oh, no. kitty, kitty science... I don't, I honestly, I was waiting, I was waiting for like the record scratch, like, that's what we've always thought about cats, but now, (laughs) (laughs) now we've uncovered, (laughs) and there was, that that doesn't come, I hate to spill beans, but that, there's no record scratch. Yeah, I feel like if I would have spilled those beans, you would have been livid. I would have been mad. I would have been mad. What do you think my housekeeper thought? Uh, that you're an asshole. <laughs> Your housekeeper. Okay. We, we have to uh, take a break. Oh, no. We'll be right back. And then we're really going to tell you about story. Uh, Inside the Mind of a Cat. What's in the mind of a, of cat. a cat? Scientists, get your pens and papers. <laughs> and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. 
Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back on Ting and Cheryl, True Story, discussing the hard-hitting facts. <laughs> what is going on in the minds of kitty cats? Kitty cats. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm looking at the outline and it says, new discoveries are letting us see cats in new ways. Um, cats jump gracefully <laughs> through a hoop. <laughs> Crawl across a horizontal pipe and jump from a high platform. Is that new? I mean, I mean, what? 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 I've never seen you so outraged. I am. I, I feel like I was duped. Okay. Well, like uh, inside the mind of a cat. It's like, all right. It's. <laughs> but do you want to hear one of these? The clips. <laughs> We're gonna go to a clip. We're gonna go to a clip. We never go to a clip. I know, but I think it's important. I think okay, it's important because let's go to a clip. I want to tell you about. Um, we know the two sisters. There are two sisters in this. Yes, mm. Marina and Svitlana Savitsky. Yeah, they're a family of super trained cats and humans. They're Ukrainian celebrities who tour the world. Making it to the quarter, 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 wait, quarter, I can't say it. Can you say it? Quarterfinals. Oh, God, you didn't have a problem with it. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Here, wait. <laughs> quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. God, it's mm-hmm. kind of creepy. Um, of America's Got Talent. By the way, I thought this was a little America's Got Talent heavy. Uh-huh. And a lot of slow motion cat playing videos. hmm Yeah. It's also, I mean, they're talking about how popular cat videos are online. Yeah. And um, that probably takes the wind out of the sails <laughs> with watching this documentary because... because- We've seen so many cat yeah. videos, but you would think that... Oh, they're going to give us something new. Here's something you haven't seen. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't know Yeah, that slowly blinking my eyes at my cat, 
meant anything. Oh, well, and so I've, I've been doing that. According to one of the scientists, yeah, when a cat yeah. slowly blinks at you and you slowly blink at them, you're connecting. You sound like you don't believe that. <laughs> Stephanie walked in the kitchen this morning after I woke up at 10.05 a.m. and uh, I was making my coffee alternative. And uh, she saw me slowly blinking at fluff. <laughs> she didn't make fun of me. Oh, She said, I do that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, we found each other. Was there a part of you that was like, oh, I'm glad I'm, I'm learning some stuff? In the documentary? Yeah, yeah. Well, the the blinking thing and oh, then the way on, to approach. Oh, Are you serious? I can't tell if you're... Absol- Tig, absolutely. Cheryl, don't You're not being serious. On national television. <laughs> First um, of all, it's not televised. Well, and second of all, you are just... And then the other thing of like, because I do, you know, we have three cats. Yeah, and so there's a couple of them that are a little weird when you just go in and touch their head. Ah. Where they'll kind of move. And so they're like letting the f- the finger hit the nose oh, and then going in from the side. Oh my God. Tig. Oh, I'm sorry. It who was does, like, okay. Who does not know? Who does not know this? To let the cat bonk your finger with their nose and then go into the side. But you don't just pounce down on a cat's head to start well, petting. Well, I, I don't pounce well, down. Nobody does. People go in directly to touch. Te- Although they did say, do you really want to fight about this? <laughs> the scientists did explain that. Mm-hmm. I guess birds are their predators, so mm-hmm. cats don't like something coming down on their head without seeing it because they think right. it might be it- a bird talon. Right. So they think the scientists are guessing that that's what why. Well, keeping all that in mind, I started yeah. approaching my cat's heads differently. Oh, my God. So I've been putting things into... Action. Use. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I was telling you about the these two sisters. I mean, I'm assuming they're sisters. Or others are just ma- a married couple. Yeah. And- they're, they're bonded together with the last name for whatever reason. These two women train cats. Yeah. Uh, they put bow ties on on the cats, and then they mm. try to get them to do tricks. And that brings you to: Should the cats be doing this? Does a cat yeah. want to jump through a hoop? Probably not. Well, yeah. Or or like do the Mission Impossible scoot across a pipe upside down? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, house cats. They just want to lie around. Yeah. They're not interested in yeah. your bullshit. Okay, let's mm-hmm. listen to Marina and. Spit- oh yeah, let's go to a clip. Yeah, they're gonna t- they're gonna talk about their star cat Dasha. Okay. For the past four years, Dasha has been their breakout get star. Out of this? Nothing. Oh, Dasha. <laughs> Dasha is an actress. Whenever she sees a camera, it's kind of like the whole world stops. And like the camera is the only thing I need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that, Dasha. That line I found interesting that when the cat sees a camera, that it just performs. 
does a cat really understand? I mean, no. why didn't they get into the mind of the cat there? How do they know? <laughs> that the cat recognizes. The cat, yeah. And by the way, it, when they cut to the cat, the cat is literally just sitting there staring into space. When she, they're like, <laughs> when she sees a camera, she just Blank. comes up. <laughs> and they talk about Dasha. Ah, Dasha. And it's like, Dasha doesn't give a flying ball about one thing that's going on around her. No, she's wondering maybe, why do they keep making me do this? <laughs> why do I have to keep climbing up this pole and jumping off and flying through the air and then doing the quote-unquote mission impossible? And I'm sure she uses her little paws to quote. And by the way, a high jump, she shimmies up a pole as cats like to do, Mm -hmm. and then she jumps off of it, and one of them catches it with a pillow. (laughs) So the cat- Inside the the mind of a cat. (laughs) And this is what these two ladies do, and it seems like they get up in the morning and start their training, and they they have some footage of sometimes the cats do not want to do it, Mm. and they just uh, sit around, and they're like, ah, Dasha- and then, they, and then they try to talk oh, the cats. Dasha. I mean, I'm a little, I, I am a little angry. Mm, talk to me. <laughs> and by the way, they seem to have a chip on their shoulder about dogs. You seem to have a chip on your shoulder about cats. I mean, we have dogs that can find cadavers, can find drugs, can find bombs. They can save people. They understand when someone's in harm's way they can alert people they can tell you if a stranger is in the house so i was like oh and they're like but wait do you hear what cats can do and i was like bring it on i cannot wait to hear what cats can do and what do you leave this documentary feeling that cats can do uh i don't know one thing a cat can do other than climb <laughs> climb jump they can jump. jump here's one thing i did learn Twisty, turny spine. Oh, twisty, twi- turny spine. The twisties. Twisties? Is that yeah. what, uh, what uh, Simon Beals had? Wait, Beals? Biles. Beals? Biles. Biles? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> oh, Simone. Oh, God. I'm really, I'm getting her name completely wrong. She's one of the best gymnasts out there. But this is one thing that I did learn. Yeah. Cats can jump five to six times their length into the air. Who cares? We already knew that. But... They, have, there's something called the twisties. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they can, that's how they orient themselves to the ground. Hmm. So when Simone was supposed to perform, compete, uh-huh. at some point she said, I can't do it because I have the twisties. <laughs> have you never had the twisties? Ah. I've seen you have. <laughs> Tart, tart meanies, and then get I've the twisties. Tart meanies, yes. Do I know where the ground is after a few tart meanies? No. Yeah. So you're right. I have had the twisties. I didn't know that was a real. Is that a real thing? And is that really named after cats? I don't know what's happening. Oh, it's like the yips. Have you ever heard of that? Getting the yips? No. What is it? Is it like in golf or is it in? Baseball or something. Well, tell me what you think it is. Here's what I think it is. (laughs) That's what's best, is when you just say what you think it is. Here's what I 
think it is. And it could be way off. <laughs> it's a, it's okay. like a psychological situation where if you're playing a sport and you feel like, oh, shit, I can't do it anymore. I'm mm. not going to do it right. And then you get the yips. And then no matter what you do, you're not going to do it right because you're stuck, you're stuck in your head in the yips. Mm. Now that we've cleared that up, let's take, I am even saying, let's take a quick break. And we will be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story, getting yes. to the bottom of... Um... <laughs> That's the problem. We're not getting to the bottom of anything. Okay. In this story, listen, we're talking about the inside the mind of a cat. And there are a few interesting characters in this documentary. Mm -hmm. There's Dr. Kristen Vitale. Vitale? Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's a uh, professor and a cat psychologist. Okay. And she objects to the frequent comparison of cats and dogs and believes that cats haven't had the chance to prove themselves yet. So she goes through a test to see if her cat, Carl, recognizes his name. Yep. So in what looks to be her living room, Carl looks like he's sitting in the circle that she made with the the duct tape. And she puts a, a little speaker there, and then she says a few words, mm-hmm. like cup, <laughs> string. And the cat looks at the speaker, like, heard that. Okay. And then she says, Carl. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and then she says, Carl. And the cat looks at the speaker, and she's like, see? Runs over. Told you. No, he ran over to her. Oh, he ran over to her. Okay. Yeah. So let's not downplay the research. <laughs> okay. Some of the best cat scientists and researchers can do it in their living room. And I'm listen, a lot of research happens at home and I get it. But is that like one test telling us that cats recognize their names? But also, again, when we get this information what do we do with it is this <laughs> well, do you know what i mean like this is this is a, gonna forward anything oh this is life? the problem it is uh. not people already know this you have a cat sometimes it comes to you when you when you call its name sometimes it ignores you everybody knows this we're not breaking news inside the mind of a cat 
And then I like that. Oh, there's another guy. What's the other guy? There's Dr. Saho Takigi okay. is a leading cat researcher uh-huh. and estimates that cat research is 15 years behind dogs. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so we're essentially catching in, up. Yeah. We're essentially what in 2000, 2005, six? yeah, 2006. We are so far behind. Yeah, it it's like we're living in 2006. <laughs> Meanwhile, dogs are right on on course. Dogs get all of the attention and cats, we're acting like cats don't even come to you when they call, when you call their name. Yeah, they're not even worth. Mm-mm. Who cares? No. Let 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 the cat world live in 2006. Nobody's studying them except these guys. You know what? That's probably when you and I met was 2006. Oh. Well, we could have started our cat research then. And then we could be caught up. The, the world could be caught up. Yeah. How do you accelerate cat research if you're just saying, come here, Carl? <laughs> like, I was, how do you? I was waiting for like... To see a cat with the little wires like stuck to its head, like this is what a cat's really thinking about. <laughs> there was none of that going on. You weren't expecting Carl. <laughs> Carl. Carl, come here. Carl. Dear. Carl's not okay. looking. Cup. And then somebody's writing it on the clipboard. <laughs> well, whenever there's a bug in our house, which yeah. is rare. Keep it clean. Yeah, keep it clean. And uh, if a bird is flying around, like our cats play on our patio. Yeah. And if a bird is or bug is flying by or something or walking, they get really into it. This is, it's like I'm doing my own research over here, (laughs) but they get really excited. You might get paid for this. I say, get it, get it. Oh. Get it. And I can tell my cats no. No, that that to means get, it. get to like, that bug. Like, Otherwise, yeah. they would just be sitting there like, not until she says Not no. getting it. Not getting it until you said so. And then before I open the door every day, I say, porch time. <laughs> and they get right out there. They do. They wait for that. They hear the door open and the and alarm say, say back time. door open. And, and they I'm get like, in there. Time. So they are really smart. Yeah, that's what's going on in the minds of these cats. <laughs> well, Get here's it. one thing that Get this documentary teaches you. Cats have body language that show emotion. A thrashing tail conveys annoyance. I mean, uh-huh. I don't know who doesn't know this. If the ears are back, it's scared. Who does not know this? I was so, I guess I was angry. I watched this angrily. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of ruining the vibe. <laughs> Of the show. I mean, I would say just go online and watch some cute cat videos. Okay. (laughs) What do you think in the pitching of this movie to Netflix? Yeah. I mean, I know Netflix is having trouble, but... um... (laughs) I think uh, they... I think Here's what I think. Uh I think there was an executive that was like, I love cats. You're speaking my uh-huh. language, and I would love to know more about cats. And I cannot wait to hear what's inside the mind of a cat. Uh-huh. That's what I think. And then they cut it together, and now it's already slated to air, you know, in October, whatever. They're like, oh, my God. We have to air. <laughs> we have to air this. <laughs> and Carl and the doctors and the cat psychologists. Which, by the way, what does uh-huh. that? What does a cat psychologist do? Well, I know what our cat psychologists do. 
God. I would love for you to be sitting there with your cats and your cat psychologist, and then your housekeeper comes by with the vacuum like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, you guys. You guys, uh Seriously. Hey, so my cats Zoom with their cat psychologist. (laughs) You don't know if I'm being serious. I don't think. Okay, and then what do you guys talk about? (laughs) I just leave the cats in the room. Oh, you want to give them their privacy. I give them privacy. Like you don't need to know their business. Or what if they each had a different psychologist (laughs) and they had to get in the car each week and drive them to their separate appointments and and drop them off? $200 for each visit. And it's like, how did it go, doctor? I drop the cat off and the psychologist (laughs) is in there and then my cat's hiding behind the plant (laughs) the whole time. And you pick it up, and, and I the, pay three hundred dollars. Yeah, the doctor's like, we actually made we made some really good breakthroughs today. Huge progress. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I don't know. Is there anything that we need to tell people about um, cats? <laughs> about this documentary. Well, I will tell you this. I think it's worth watching. Cheryl, your face. <laughs> Did I tell you that I I have worked with cats before? I, I mean, Congrats. I'm sure I've told you this before, but oh my god, that's awesome! I was in, a, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm, I was in a movie called Nine Lives, and we don't need to get into feelings about actors or anything like that. But in the film, uh, Kevin Spacey turns into a cat, and maybe we don't have to get into feelings. Christopher Walken's is the only person that can talk to the cat and hear the cat and the cat kevin spacey is my ex-husband and jennifer garner is the cat kevin spacey's wife so all of these very celebrated talented actors are working with a cat signed on they were everybody's like where do i sign <laughs> And did that was the movie a hit? Um, have you ever heard of it? <laughs> that is hilarious. So I'm doing a scene, uh-huh. and in the in the scene, the cat is supposed to jump up on the bookshelf, and so I'm doing my my scene with this actor, and all of a sudden, I hear like clicking, like tick 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 tick, and I see laser lights going everywhere, and I'm like, what is that? And you knew that was your cue. <laughs> All the cat wranglers trying to get the cat to jump onto the bookcase while I'm talking. And I'm like, oh, my God. I had no idea. And then I I asked the cat wrangler, I said, can I get a picture with the cat? Oh, Cheryl. <laughs> and she said, uh, let me check uh, let me what time her. is good. And then mm. she texted me and she's like, you can come to the trailer at 1230. I had to stand outside the trailer until the cat was ready. And you did? And I did. And was Christopher Walken in line too? Christopher to get a Walken with the probably cat? did not get his picture taken with the cat. Mm-hmm. And here's a little mm-hmm. Hollywood secret. Oh. oh, here's a Hollywood secret about okay, performing gather around. performing cats. So in this film, there was a cat. It was like, I don't know what kind of cat it was. A Persian with a long mm-hmm. hair. Like a, all the fur around its neck. Yeah, it could just be a long-haired cat. I don't know. Okay. And then they had different cats. They have different cats that can do different tricks. One can jump. One can 
I think that's all they I can do. It. Okay. But they would have cats and then they would have this little tiny fur collar that they would uh-huh. put on the cat to try to make okay. it make it look like the other cat. So you had like a cat wardrobe. <laughs> okay. And, you know, when the cats were on the set, you can't be loud. You have to be quiet. You're like, it's all about the cat, trying to get the cat to jump on the table. Sounds fun. Sounds like a good time. It actually was a good time. It was a fun time. Do you keep in touch with that cat? No. Sadly, the cat was so high maintenance, I did not keep in touch with the cats. The cats. There were several. Uh So that's also not very nice to the cats. That had to wear the fur collar. I don't think they got any credit. <laughs> Their names weren't in the credits? I don't think so. But I... Fluffy I, as <laughs> Spike. It was a real... It was something else. Yeah. Let's see. What else do we have to tell you about this? Let's wind it down. Can we wind it down, Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> we should wind it down. We don't have to ask Thomas. We can just wind it down, Cheryl. I mean, one of the things that I thought was slightly interesting was that um, cats use 100% of their muscles. Is that what it said? Okay. (laughs) When they jump. Oh, okay. I think think they're the only animal that can use 100% of their muscles at one time or something like that. I don't know. I feel like my cat Fluff, well, she doesn't jump. So she's never fully used all of her (laughs) muscles. What does Fluff do? For a living? (laughs) After she gets out of the psychologist's office. Fluff just lounges. I mean, Mm -hmm. our cats lounge around. Mm -hmm. And then if we have somebody over to the house, they typically get a little startled. Mm -hmm. And um, then they crawl under our bed. Yeah. What does that tell you? Inside the mind of a cat. <laughs> You're a little shy. Write that on the clipboard. By the way, these two ladies, the cat ladies, um, one of their big things that they're trying to accomplish is getting a cat to jump through a paper hoop. Yeah. So we watch a lot of that. And it really just looks like, and I don't want to spill beans, but at the, <laughs> at the end of the documentary, the cat at some point does jump off of a platform and the lady basically puts the hoop through the cat while it's jumping and everybody yeah. is excited. And then the big question is, are cats capable of love? <laughs> Do you think dogs are? Of course. Do you think cats are? They're capable of indifference for sure. I think they like people. Some people? I don't know. What do you think? I think animals know who feeds them. Right. (laughs) Right. If you have a a mouse in your hand, the cat's going to like you. You can quote Mm -hmm. me on that. (laughs) And I will for years. You can use that in life. As Cheryl Hines always says, if you have a mouse in your hand, the cat's going to like you. Actually, that's not bad. Nor is it good. (laughs) Okay, Tig, are you ready for um, our final thoughts? I am. Um, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? 
what sort of loose cannon would I be if something in that movie Made touched you cry. Me? Well, maybe the paper hoop when you're like, oh, Eddie finally jumped through the paper hoop. Yeah, that seems like something you would cry about. How the success of the- dare you? I cry for, about real things and real accomplishments and real connections with people. Hands on a hard body. <laughs> that, he gave his truck to his wife after he, he wanted, had his hands on that truck. truck for days. He was in pain. It was basically a truck for himself. <laughs> True. Okay, who were you attracted to? Not a single person didn't think about it. I forgot. That's what I thought. And then when I revisited in my mind. You rewatched it? No, in my mind. I was like, I cannot think of one person I was attracted to. But I don't dare say a cat because I don't need that kind of backlash. But then I thought, oh, Heidi Klum. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go with yeah. Heidi Klum. Same. Okay. Yeah. What if we got in a cat fight on this oh. episode? Over Heidi. Yeah. Although I will say this. Kittens are cute. Oh. (laughs) That's also some you can call me on that. The kittens are cute. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard that famous quote by Cheryl Hines? Uh, the kittens are cute quote <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i mean talk about t-shirts those would sell kittens are cute mm-hmm. or maybe it's time to recirculate that poster you know hang in there baby and it had the cat hold clinging on to the branch yeah i had that either in poster or t-shirt in the 70s but i also had like a crazy monkey on my shirt mm. and it said here comes trouble <laughs> I just walked around my elementary school, oh. you know, missing teeth. Here comes trouble. Greasy bowl haircut. Oh, Tig. I would have liked to have seen that. Well. Uh, all right, you guys. That's it for this week's episode. Except I would like to hear some of your cat meows. Meow. Meow. Go Meow. kitten oh. to teenager okay. to adult okay. cat. That's an older cat. <laughs> Wait, let me hear you. Oh. That's like an... Oh. <laughs> oh. Did you are going to get some voiceover work after this podcast. You really are. Okay. Next week, we'll be talking about Sins of Our Mother on Netflix. Okay, Tig, before we go, would you like to read some true fan mail? Yes. Okay. Chapter 215 wrote, hey, Chapter 215, hey. Oh, I've totally, I've been out of. Chapter uh, 215 Chapter 215, hey. hey. How are you going to end by saying that Cheryl is in something called About Fate and not see the missed opportunity of making your own movie called About About Feet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is true. I should do a movie called About Feet. Uh, It could come on after About Fate. Yep. Uh, Thank you, Chapter 215. Chapter 215. 
This says, Tig, we had several snurkbulls write in about this next subject. So here's just one of the many emails we received. Gabrielle writes, uh, hey, hey, Gabrielle, Gabrielle, hey. Hey, Hey, Tig and Cheryl, hey. Just finished listening to your Shania episode. Congrats on 100 shows. I need you to prepare yourselves because I know the male equivalent. (laughs) God. Okay, get it together. Because I know the male equivalent of camel toe is moose knuckle. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I didn't, I wish I had not read that. Don't ask me how I know this, but I live in Maine and maybe it's regional because we do have actual moose here. <laughs> we love both of you and love your podcast. Thank you for bringing so much joy and so many laughs to us all. Your loyal snurkbull, Gabrielle. Oh, No. Why are you so upset? Because it conjures an image. Of what? (laughs) Of a man in leggings with just outlines of junk. Moose knuckles? (laughs) Have you heard of a moose knuckle? No. Have you heard of a moose knuckle? Of course. (laughs) Tig, you're so full of it. I think you're full of it. Oh, God, that. I have a lot of mixed feelings about that one. Moose knuckle? <clears throat> I don't want you to say it. I mean, camel toe is bad enough. But imagine a couple <laughs> that pull on their tightest <laughs> leggings. Like a first date. <laughs> and they're just like, there's my person. Oh, my gosh. Look at your moose knuckle. Look at your moose knuckle. And look at your camel toe. Oh, my God. I was just looking at your camel toe. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And you have a moose knuckle. Oh no, I can't. This is hurting my face. (laughs) I can't. It's hurt. What if somebody just didn't have that filter and they would point something out like that? Well, there are people. Oh my gosh, do you mean to have a moose knuckle? (laughs) You know at least one person that would do that. I feel like I'm the person. (laughs) Do you like your moose knuckle? Sweet moose knuckle. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Dude, sweet moose knuckle. I bet, you know how things that aren't cool or attractive end up coming into fashion? Like mullets? Yeah, I could see moose knuckles <sighs> and uh, camel toes becoming Just fashionable. Just becoming like, yeah, people, this is yeah, it. Yeah, this is you what's going on. look. Yeah. You get on a plane and you sit down next to the guy with the moose knuckle and you're like, ah, for five hours I have to... Well, not just that. You're on a plane and an entire plane boards full of moose knuckles and <laughs> camel, toes. Uh, camel toes. Just right past your seated head. Yeah. You know, you're sitting in the right front and everybody's level. just passing you. It's like, excuse me, sorry. Oh, sorry. Mm-mm. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> give give them room for that moose knuckle. God, coming. no. Moose knuckle coming through. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> moose knuckle, oh, moose knuckle. Is that like Need a little elbow room? It's like a uh, like a tugboat. That also sounds like something where you're like, oh, you have a tugboat. <laughs> <laughs> if you just check behind you, you have a tugboat, and I'm just telling you that yeah. as a friend. Hey, look down. You have a <laughs> you have a tugboat, <laughs> or you're tugboating. <laughs> Is it you have a tugboat or you're tugboating? I think you could use both. You are hey, tugboating yeah. right now. You might want to go check yourself. <laughs> hey, sure. Um, hey. You're t- 
The way you're, you're wearing those jeans, I'm just telling you. Yeah, you're you're tugboating. <laughs> yeah, I think it's your tugboating over. Tug- you have a tugboat. You're tugboating. Yeah, and also people could write in and let us know what they think tugboating is. <laughs> what body part is crammed in? In where? And where? Yeah, crammed in and where? Uh, tugboating with Tig and Cheryl. <laughs> Okay, please. I have to go compose myself so I can be a real you person. You have to adjust your tugboat. <laughs> you might want to adjust your tugboat before you go out on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Tugboat. <laughs> Tig, do you have anything you'd like to promote? We have a live show coming up this Thursday. At yeah, we should promote 6 that. 6 p.m. You can get uh-huh. your tickets on 6 p.m. Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, loopedlive.com, and you can watch it. We're going to do some stuff. Well, we're going to slap each other in the face. We're going to tickle each other. We're going to be on drugs. (laughs) We're going to – lots going to be going on. Listen, we have some listeners that are worried about you on drugs. Okay. Are they writing you directly? (laughs) They're DMing me. No, I read everything online. You know, I, I follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. I follow the account just in that I clicked follow. Oh no, I like to I like to see what people write. I really love our listeners. They're funny people. I I know. love them more I, than you do. Wow. I love them more than you do. <laughs> you don't love them more than I do. Um you don't love them more than I do. But you can watch us uh this Thursday, six o'clock, loopedlive.com. And then I'm in a I'm in a movie called About Fate that you can watch. About feet? About feet. It's a, two hours about my bunion. <laughs> it's just a close-up of your bunion. It is. And what about you? Well, I'm glad that you asked. You can catch me in Honolulu, finally, hmm. October 7th. Hopefully nothing else will happen to keep me from doing that show. And then I will be in Delaware on uh, November 4th doing a festival out there. I can't remember what town, but coming at you. We can look it up. Cheryl. Tig. Should we do it again? Yes, yes. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabby Kobasich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>